What is acupuncture? How does it work? What should I expect? And am I even crazy for considering this in the first place? If you're skeptical, unsure, or simply curious about acupuncture, then you're in the right place. I'm your co-host, Michael Max. And I'm your other guide, Stacey Whitcomb. We're here to help you get a taste and flavor of what you can expect from acupuncture and other related therapies and methods that arise from East Asian medicine. Most of us here in the West did not grow up with acupuncture. It's hard to understand something if you have not had experience with it. Having an inquisitive and skeptical mind, it's a good thing when you're seeking out health care. We're both acupuncturists. We like good ideas and something new. Common questions about acupuncture in everyday simple language. You'll hear from both Michael and myself, but also from other acupuncturists who have enough experience and perspective that they can, in three minutes, share something essential of this medicine so you can consider if you might like to use this natural method yourself. We know that you're busy, so we're looking to bring you a wide variety of perspectives make the point in three minutes. We're happy to have this episode sponsored by Real Mushrooms. You probably already know about some of the great benefits of adding mushrooms to your diet, like better sleep, greater mental clarity, and a stronger immune system, but not all mushroom products are equal. Real Mushrooms is the real deal. Many mushroom companies harvest the mushroom and the grain it's growing on. Real Mushrooms products contain no grains or starch fillers. They're organic, cultivated naturally, and third-party verified for beta-glucans, the compound that makes them so valuable as a supplement. They even have a science and medical team of doctors who ensure that Real Mushrooms meets the highest standards. What I personally love is how informative their website is. Have questions about what mushroom is right for you? They have a robust blog with articles ranging from women's health to what mushrooms are most beneficial to your pet. Want to boost your immune system? Have better sleep and feel more calm? Grab the link in the show notes and get 25% off of your first order. Hello, I'm Rebecca Avon, a paediatric acupuncturist at the Panda Clinic and the Little Acupuncture Room in Oxford, UK. When I tell people what I do for a living, a common response is, can children really have acupuncture? The simple answer to that question is a resounding yes, and I'm going to explain to you why. Firstly, acupuncture is a lot more than purely needles. It includes many other non-insertive techniques that are both gentle and effective. These involve medical massage, specifically a system called paediatric tuina, and techniques that involve using small tools to gently stroke and tap the acupuncture channels. There are also some really useful modern innovations which are often used with children, such as small seeds, which can be stuck on acupuncture points, and low-level laser pens, which can be used as an alternative to needles. But despite what you might think, when approached in the right way, the majority of children are actually okay with having acupuncture needles. The needles we use are even finer than those used on adults. They may be just 0.12 of a millimetre thick. A skilled practitioner will have developed a child-friendly needle technique, which means that the child will barely feel the needle. Also, and crucially important, when working with children, the needles are never retained, so there's no need for an energetic three-year-old to have to stay still. 
A good paediatric acupuncturist will make a decision with each individual child as to which of the many tools they have available is most suitable and crucially which will be best tolerated by that child. They will understand the importance of a child feeling good about their acupuncture treatments. Rapport is everything in medicine, but even more so when it comes to children. The acupuncturist will prioritise building a therapeutic relationship with the child, ensuring that they feel safe and relaxed. So hopefully you can now understand that acupuncture is actually more than possible with children and that many gentle non-needle techniques can be used. Most kids actually really enjoy their treatments. But I'd like to add one more point, which is not directly answering our original question, but which is nevertheless hugely important. That's to say that acupuncture is effective in the treatment of many, many childhood conditions, both physical, mental and emotional. There's an ever-increasing body of research which highlights its benefits in a diverse range of conditions, from bedwetting to ADHD to colic to cerebral palsy, to name but a few. Finally, when looking for a practitioner for your child, do find one who has some specialist training in paediatrics. We hope that you found this essential point on acupuncture to be helpful. If so, be sure to tell your friends about the podcast. You can subscribe to Everyday Acupuncture wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you have a question about acupuncture, visit us at everydayacupuncturepodcast.com forward slash contact and leave us a message. Tune in again next Wednesday to learn more about acupuncture. See you next week. Bye for now.